Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at NewBalance.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into the Fog.net podcast. My name is Michael Swain, the Kansas beat writer for 24-7 Sports, coming to you deep in the heart of AT&T Stadium here in Arlington, Texas. Kansas wrapped up its Big 12 media days today on Wednesday. Uh, there's a second day of events going on Thursday with different Big 12 teams, but Kansas went today on Wednesday, and it was a pretty eventful day. Travis Goff, Kansas Athletic Director, met with the media for about 20 minutes. We will play that press conference slash interview session for you um, after we get done chatting about Big 12 Media Day. And also Lance Leipold talked at length about the key football program, his first season, looking ahead to his second season. And he was also accompanied by several KU football players, Devin Neal, Jalen Daniels, Earl Bostic, and Kenny Logan. So starting off with the things that Coach Leipold had to say, I think probably the biggest newsworthy piece to come from today's press conferences was the fact that he's not willing to name a starter at this point. I think that falls in line with the culture of competition that Leipold and his coaching staff have tried to instill at Kansas so far. So not necessarily a huge surprise that at Big 12 Media Days here in July that he's not going to name Jalen Daniels the starter. Um, He explained that you know, Jalen and both Jason Bean, they, they understand their role and, and how things are going to progress from here. Obviously, fall camp starts there. Uh, I think second day of August is the projected start date right now. Nothing official at this point. But I'm not too concerned about that at this point. I do think Jalen Daniels will be the starting quarterback this season. I think you look at what he did over the final three games of last season um, and just the improvement that I think he showed from his previous seasons at Kansas. I think you have to feel pretty good about the quarterback position and Jalen Daniels being the guy. Other noteworthy topics, I think another one that maybe stood out to me was Leipold talking about some recruiting. Um, Obviously, KU has six commitments right now in the class of 2023. He again reiterated that things are going to go through December, that they're going to continue to evaluate guys and look for the right fits, both culturally and just kind of what these guys look like frame-wise. And what I think KU is doing recruiting-wise is going out and getting guys that fit the hard-working culture that you know, Lance Leipold and this coaching staff wants to establish, but also fit the scheme in terms of the frame and size and build and skill set of these high school prospects. So he also had a funny comment, too, about the Texas win and how beating Texas on the road has helped them recruit Texas high schools more. And I think you've seen that so far. You know, obviously three of the six commits that KU has right now are from Texas. You know, a safety in Taylor Davis and then a pair of wide receivers in Jared Sample and Keaton Kubeka. And, of course, there's another one that I have crystal ball pick in for. Uh, Jara uh, Bear Anderson is his name. And so we'll kind of see how things progress from there. But KU's done well recruiting the state of Texas so far. As for the player interviews, uh, I was really impressed. I think all of them did a good job of 
talking eloquently about the changes that have happened in the program. And I think that a good example was given by Kenny Logan, who talked about the player-led leadership at KU now being different than in years past, where players feel empowered to hold each other responsible. And Kenny Logan shared a story where, I guess recently, Craig Young, the Ohio State linebacker transfer, um, held the freshman accountable during a summer workout. You know, something happened where a standard wasn't met, and Craig Young held the, the young player accountable, and Kenny Logan backed him up, and the young player fell in line and, and followed suit in what kind of the standard that was set. So I thought that was interesting. Earl Bostic also talked about having a offensive line coach for the second straight season for the first time in his career. Obviously, he's had more offensive line coaches than he's had in his six seasons at the college level. Scott Fuchs is here for the long haul in Lawrence, and he certainly got that feeling that, hey, you can kind of let loose a little bit and not feel like you have to look over your shoulder you know, you can kind of go and compete and not worry about, oh, if this offensive line coach leaves, like, are they just going to bring in new guys that fit their scheme? And are they going to, you know, throw me to the curb and not have me be around? So I think overall, really insightful stuff. Obviously, I think Big 12 media days and media days in general are meant to create positive buzz. And I think they certainly did that. And Obviously, we will have to wait until the season starts to get our actual results and see what tangible progress has been made. Um, and I think a final thing to wrap up before I let Travis Goff and that interview go, um, ask Lance Leipold about how he would measure success for this season. Um, didn't ask for a win total, just how do you measure success? And his answer was pretty simple. They are looking for improvement over the course of a season. Uh, I think that you look at what happened over the final three games of last season and over just the course of last season, how much the team improved. I think they're looking for that this season, just over the course of the 13 weeks that you know the, the season progresses. So that's all I have for you today. We'll have another podcast here, most likely next week. Probably going to do something more basketball related for that one before we get into more fall camp stuff with football and the football season really takes off. So as always, if you enjoyed what you heard, please give us a rating and review on iTunes and follow all of our social channels, uh, myself at mswain247. And then we also have a kind of a Kansas 24-7 sports specific Twitter account at Kansas247. So with that, here is our interview with Travis Goff. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's your general reaction to everything that's happened in the past, what's it, you know, 12 days, I guess? Yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, well, a year ago, I was literally a rookie, you know, 
had to unpack the bags and you're, you're trying to figure that situation out. And obviously a year ago felt a lot more literally immediately close to home with Texas OU. Um, this go around just from having been in the position for over a year now, a little bit more um, confidence in terms of the Big 12, what the Big 12 stands for, what the Big 12 had been through and literally having lived through that going back to late last summer, early part of the fall, seeing the strength of the league, seeing the league, you know, get stronger together through that and some of the, the challenges and pain that came with it. And then knowing that we're adding four great programs to it in a year, we'll, we'll be at, we'll be at a really strong 12 and uh, we're excited about that. So I'd say the reaction was one of um, a little bit more steadiness felt certainly more stable, um, more confidence in where the where the conference was at and where the conference was going and then ultimately then there's that that forever that part of you that lives in this state of kind of paranoia concern about what other dominoes what other chips could fall that could you know impact the league or impact other leagues that could then have a ripple effect so it's kind of living in both those spaces simultaneously you mentioned that paranoia brett's up here talking before i know 27 times open for business yeah do you feel confident in He's not officially the commissioner yet, but in that direction and which way he wants to take things. Yeah. Well, I think it goes back to, again, 10, 11 months ago, almost almost a year ago now at this juncture where the Big 12, after some instability of a handful of weeks or whatever that stretch was from OU and Texas to then activating on adding four, I think we carry that energy, that momentum, that confidence forward from going out and, in our estimation, going and getting the best four available. Uh, to then going, okay, new commissioner, new vision, uh, new perspective, new learnings from the past year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's no reason that the Big 12 shouldn't feel confident about where it's at and about its positioning in the market. And he says it well, open for business, which just means a variety of things get to be in consideration. And I I love the way he's gone about establishing relationships with other commissioners, partners, exploring really all options because ultimately you can have a particular um, strategy in mind but a twist and a turn can change that real quickly so you need to know what other options are out there. He's comfortable internally in the Big 12 right now to kind of position the conference to be that number three lead behind the Big 2. I mean I I think it's it's a natural sentiment to have if we all know Without hesitation, if there's separation from the SEC and the Big Ten, which isn't really up for debate, then we should all feel, whether you're in the Big 12, which we do and certainly feel as a league, I think, whether you're in the ACC or the Pac-12, that there's an opportunity to position your conference, do what you can as, a, as an institution to help position your conference to be right there in that in that, uh, in that sort of ranking, so to speak, whether that be the financial variables, whether that be the brand, the reputational. And uh, so while we don't sit there and talk about what does it look like to be the clear-cut three, I think we all feel like that's maybe where the opportunity lies as you forecast out. Do you feel comfortable with the direction of the Big 12 as Kansas being part of that? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, again, um, Brett said it really well. Bob Bullsby put us in an exceptional position. Our, our presence, our chances put us in a great spot to be able to now literally take advantage of whatever the opportunities are that are out in front of us. And um, without hesitation, I think Brett, Brett Yormark's the, the guy to lead us there. And his background, his unique experience, his um, energy and passion, uh, his ability to, to, to work on partnerships, 
to think from an innovative perspective, that's without a doubt what we have to have at the helm. And he's already he's already showing that, delivering that early on in his tenure. And I know it goes beyond you, but would you would the university consider moving the athletic programs to one of the other conferences in Delta? You know, the, the, there's the beauty of it is you get to live where your feet are, and for us, that that is right here comfortably and confidently in the Big 12. And we've got a lot of work to do at our own place. We got our own kind of backyard front porch to take care of before we worry about other neighbors or neighborhoods and that's where we're focused and we're glad to be doing it in a conference that has stability and has strength moving into to football specifically just what do you feel like is realistic in year two for lance i think uh, what's not just realistic but what has already been demonstrated is tangible improvements in on field right whatever that might show up as that might be close losses right that might be competitive till the very end that might be more wins than what many would expect. But what I'm most excited about that we've seen is the literal transformation that's occurred with each of the young men in the program over the last 12, 13 months since Lance and the staff arrived. You know, and just interactions like last night, being with this group of five guys that are here and haven't had a chance to get to know them a year ago. And those circumstances to now get the, you know, more opportunities to spend time with them here in their confidence hearing their trust, hearing their belief and faith in, in what they're doing as a program, those are all the indications we could, I could ever want as an athletic director to understand. And how it shows itself on the field, I mean, it obviously matters. We're all hopeful and excited and hope it shows in tangible ways. But at the end of the day, uh, I couldn't feel any better about what's happened and the things that matter most with this program. What do you think of the new Roger Texas Say that again. What do you think of the new Roger Texas I love it. I love it. I'm, I'm excited for Texas Tech and Kirby and that program. I think it's good for everybody in the conference. I think it's good for everybody naturally, uh, nationally to know that ultimately you have to continue to invest in your programs, that no one gets to sit idle. And whether it be in football where it gets most of the attention probably from a facility perspective at the biggest numbers, the biggest cost. Uh, for Kansas, seeing Texas Tech make that kind of announcement, make that kind of investment is a really good thing. So I hope it just helps us get even more and more, I think, momentum and energy about the investments we have to make at our place. Why do you view that as a good thing? Because, again, it just it's another reminder that you're, you're gonna, if you sit idle, we know what that will look like. If you don't do what you have to do at your place that can move the needle in day-to-day for the student-athletes, for the football program, you're going to step backward. If you don't do something that makes a statement within your own league and nationally that something's different at, at your particular place, then that matters as well. So can you then use that in terms of your people, the donors, the fundraisers, that everybody in say, look, this is what needs to be done? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of things that, that you can tap into and you can, you can utilize. You can talk about the instability of, of the landscape of college athletics and college football and conferences and conference realignment, um, driven um, not, not solely, but pretty close to solely by football. We all understand that. Um, you can talk about year two of Lance Leipold era and all the, the progress that's being made, but that also it's going to take time to have the real tangible win-loss indications that this thing's absolutely transforming. And so what are some other ways that you can make those statements? What other tangibles can you demonstrate? Obviously, facilities are an important part of a really profound, tangible statement about commitment to the sport of football. Does Kansas have to do that without hesitation? Kansas has to do that, and Kansas has to do that in a reasonably short order. How far away would you say you guys are from potentially announcing something like a new stadium? Yeah, I'd say we're we're progressing. Um, for me, 14 months in, we're progressing 
on exactly the track we should be, which means being really thoughtful, exploring multiple options, making sure we've got key partners involved in those discussions, making sure an entire institution can get behind what that investment is going to need to look like, that it's not a short-sighted rush to announcement, rush to just saying we're doing something that's something that has a 25-plus year uh, trajectory and impact to it. So that's that's the immediate path we're on with the right leadership, with the right buy-in, you know, the chancellor fully grasping the importance of that aspect. Our other stakeholders, donors, and others um, really embracing that this is a critical juncture in that in that particular um, uh, realm. And, and I guess going back to the question, a year ago when I was just getting settled in at KU, I was very optimistic. I knew that the facility, and in particular the stadium, had to be something that we made a, a profound statement and profound investment in. We are significantly ahead of where I thought we'd be a year ago in terms of where we are today. So I'm excited about that. When you hear you, when you hear you Omar talking, saying the Big 12's open for business, saying no stone unturned, does that kind of fire you up to know that he's here, he's ready to work, he's ready to you know, make the Big 12 with everything that it can be? Yeah, no, no question. I mean, I think that's the mentality you have to have, whether you're the commissioner of the Big 12, whether you're the athletic director in a Big 12 institution, whether you're the head football coach, um, thinking about being down here for media days. It is just that. It's making sure that you're, you're absolutely understanding the landscape. It's making sure you're exploring any and all ways in which you can invest in your particular place and your property. And in Brett's case, that's the conference. Um, got great alignment behind that. And then for each of us, I think we all feel similarly. It's like, how are we maximizing our value? How are we addressing our deficiencies, our liabilities? And in, in Kansas, those are the things that we're focused on. There's not. No, unfortunately, there's not. Is there the potential that this might be concluded before the season begins? Uh, I guess certainly there's the potential of that. I don't have information that tells us it is or it isn't going to be. Um, I've been hopeful that in 2022 we were going to be able to move past that, and uh, we're halfway home on 2022, so it remains to be seen. Have you noticed any more fan excitement, any more tickets sold? football-wise after the late success the team had last year? Yeah, we, we absolutely have. You know, I think it's two, two statements. One is uh, people know that the way in which Lance and his staff are going about it is a way that can be sustained, literally addressing the foundation, addressing the, the core challenges we've had, um, having continuity and consistency for our young men, right? Them now under Lance's staff having the same strength coach for a second year having the same position coach for a second year. Things that at our place we just haven't had the ability to have. So I guess the short answer is, without a question, people paying attention to Kansas football are excited. They believe in the direction. They're buying into that. The other part of the answer is, it's been 10 plus years of challenges around Kansas football, which means there's a lot of people that need to see the real tangible outcomes show up, wins and losses. We're excited about that that day and that time. We won't sit idle in the meantime. We're going to keep pushing and challenging our fans to, to step up and support the program before it shows up profoundly on, on the win-loss home. He was asked about potentially adding those Pac-12 teams. He said a lot of stuff, but he didn't say no. Um, do you anticipate that the Big 12, we haven't seen the end of the changes, eventually that we're going to see some additions at some point? Uh, well, it's, if at some point means, you know, looking as far out as any of us could see, I, you know, I think there's certainly a chance that this thing could just continue to shift. You know, could be more growth, 
in any of the conferences. I don't think anybody feels like 12 might be an ultimate outcome or 16 might be an ultimate outcome at other leagues. That there's going to be more, more change out there. And again, I think the beauty of, the, of his approach is he hasn't become so predetermined on one particular path of what might be additional value and impact for the Big 12, exploring all options. And I, we know that to be the case with how he's going about it. It's not just what sounds good at Big 12 media days. Do you, think, do you feel like we're officially in the era of super conferences where it's kind of like get big or die when it comes to being relevant in college sports? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a, a, the, the, the thing that's probably pretty easy to talk about and pretty easy to assume, and rightfully so. It's felt that might be in the immediate um, direction. I'll tell you, the last few days, uh, none of us should be naive enough to think things have settled and calm, but I, I think there's a, there's a chance that this whole thing doesn't disrupt at this particular moment in time, that this could be similar to last year, two valuable institutions and brands making a jump to the Big Ten, just as was the case in OU and Texas, and of course Big 12 expansion in reaction to that, that maybe though there doesn't have to be an earth-shattering effect beyond that in this moment in time. But that's just a sentiment right now. What have you learned through these two you know, movements, yeah. Texas OU last year, the Pac-12 this year, what have you learned or what's been reinforced to you about the brand, the value of the KU brand? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's two things. Number one, it is a chance to go, well, what are the unique assets and positives about the University of Kansas? You better understand that from our lens, otherwise we're selling the place short, right? So institutionally it matters. Academics matters, AAU, all those things that matters everywhere. I'm not talking about particular conference. I'm talking about across the country, the institutional um, foundation, the educational academic strength matters a lot. And then, of course, you think about brand value in terms of eyeballs. University of Kansas, we've got a proud tradition. We've got a brand that resonates across the world, a, a, a literally a logo that um, induces a reaction all over the place. And then it doesn't hurt anything to, to have another reminder just a few months ago that we have as quality and as sustained a basketball program as any place in the country. The thing I think about and probably spend most of my time feeling optimistic about is we have all those things that are incredibly strong and that are, you know, proven with what I believe to be the greatest potential in Power 5 sports in our football program. And so that's where I go, my goodness, what we could be in the future with that potential in the sport of football is, is, is unbelievable. Then the second thing, Blair, to go back to, you have to then really look hard at what are your liabilities, what are your deficiencies. You have to own those. You have to talk about them, you have to put them on the table, and you have to have a plan to, on how to address them. You can't shy away, you can't just talk about the good stuff. What are those? Well, I mean, it's, it's at the forefront, it's the sport of football. To no, to no surprise, everybody understands that. You know, the, the lasting effects of 10, maybe 10 plus years of the challenges we face, lack of continuity, lack of identity, right? Any resemblance of a multi-year maybe build in the right way. Um, at this, in this last decade of college athletics, there's been an impact to that. I mean, there's been an impact for our fan base. There's been an impact to the brand, so to speak, right? So you have to not just understand that. You have to understand and talk about what are you doing differently this time around, right? So how are you going to address that differently? In this, you know, we're talking about the sport of football. We look at a 100-year-old stadium, right, one that has had some improvements made over time. It's not hard to understand that we've made, uh, indirectly, we've made statements about our commitment or maybe lack thereof in that sport 
if that stadium stays as is, sits idle, we don't have real vision and real progressive lens on how we're going to address that. So, it, you know, those are the, probably the most two obvious. Um, but there are things we can do to change that. It can't just sit back and hope that we win. We hope that we fill the, the current stadium. And then you have a plan to attack it at that juncture. There's, there's no, nobody sitting around waiting for those things to occur right now at KU. Um, and that's somewhat driven by the landscape and the uncertainties around it. And it's also just driven by the, the potential and the opportunity we know we have. You mentioned a lack of identity for the program for a long time. Yeah. What do you see the identity of Lightbolt's program being? One, it's about, you know, it's about work ethic. It's about um, um, consistency. It's about accountability. Again, I talk about the five guys that we brought down here this week. Holy smokes. They were great, great young men a year ago. We were proud of them a year ago. They've transformed in 13 months. The, 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 the way in which they speak the same language, the way in which they understand the expectations of themselves, of the program. Uh, so I think the best way to describe what's, what's been the impact of Lance and how do you describe it, talk to these guys. Ask them about a year ago. Ask them about spring ball of 2021 compared to spring ball of 2022. You'll get all the answers you could ever hope for. And then ultimately, you, got, you guys will see it on the field. You'll see it a more disciplined, uh, more committed, more bought in group of young men. And you'll see a bunch of individuals that made major gains in their own individual capabilities and progression. How that all translates, we're excited to roll the ball out and see. Yeah. But you're, you're confident, uh, and I know I'm not asking the most neutral observer on this, yeah. but confident that whatever conference realignment happens, Kansas will have a place at the table that is you know, best you know, suited for KU. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think again, um, if, you're, if you're going about being the best version of yourself at the moment in time in which you're living, then you're, you're, you're tackling the, the, the challenges you're facing. You're starting to maximize opportunities. Uh, that's going to behoove you today. That's going to behoove you this year. Certainly with wherever this thing goes, which nobody can predict, right? Nobody can predict. It could look like it looks today in five years. It could look profoundly different than it does today in five years. If Kansas is taking care of business, so to speak, and really uh, gone about things in a little bit of a different manner, made some made some statements, made some investments, then we're going to be uh, a, a program to be reckoned with in terms of football in particular, in terms of sustained basketball success and a comprehensive excellence, I think, across the department. That holds true in the Big 12. That holds true in an unknown future as well. Yeah. Yeah, student attendance, student attendance is hard across the country. It's hard at places that are competing for championships every single year. Certainly at KU in the sport of football, it's hard for the most obvious reason being we haven't we haven't won enough to drive that to have that be an ingrained part of the student culture. We got to chip at it. You know, we got to just keep chipping at it. We got to keep working hard. We got to stay out in front of the student body. Our student athletes, I think, are our best ambassadors, right? So talking to a guy like Kenny or Jalen or Devin or whoever and saying, guys, go out and tell the story about what, what you're doing in the sport. Go out and interact with, put your arms around other students in your classes, you know, tap into other organizations, right? Tell the story. And I think ultimately that maybe has as much or more of, a, uh, of an impact as anything else we could do via social media, via different, you know, uh, programs or whatever. But... Um, you just got to chip at it. 
got to have some success come with it. People got to believe and, and understand that there's there's uh, uh, the right momentum and the right energy. And I, I don't have any doubt Kansas students are going to show up. They'll be there. You talk about getting eyeballs on just the programs in general. What can the impact be of a basketball national title football program? Yeah. Basketball national title lifts up every program. I mean, the basketball program, historically, as K, at KU has elevated and lift up every facet of the athletic department. Um, and there's just no question. You think about whether it be recruiting, bringing other student-athletes, prospective student-athletes to the Kansas men's basketball games, knowing that that's broadened our brand, shined a light on the Jayhawk, you know, again, across the country, across the world. There's absolutely an impact. Conversely, success in football, Bill Self would tell you, has an unbelievable, profound impact on, on this men's basketball program. Success in football would have an incredible impact on our baseball program and on our softball program and on and on and on. So, you know, that's one of the great things about you have 16 separate teams, but ultimately some interdependence around how they each can help and lift up other programs. You know, there's a, there's a chance to be great in all of us. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello everyone, it's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search The Rest is Football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meats.